to be back for another week. Isn't that right, guys? Yes. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> we argued before I pressed play. But it's okay, because we're going <laughs> to grow together as a podcast family. You're listening to Nobody Dances here. I'm your host, Quentin. And joining me yet again on another week yeah. of amazingness, we have Michelle, the goddess of the stars. That's right. She's going to do so Hi. much explaining today about <laughs> Mercury retrograde. It's going to yes. be fabulous. Um, really? And then we have Carmen from Chicago. What are you laughing about? You thought I was going to say something horrible about you. I'm just waiting for you to finish the rest. Chicago. Chicago. She's an actress. She's a teacher. She's a beauty queen. She's a heartbreaker. <laughs> Thank you, Quentin. I love it. So you thought I was going to be mean. That was a good one. Yeah. Mercury retrograde. I can't afford to be mean to anybody. Check his um, Facebook And Alon. He doesn't kiss and tell, but wants you to know that he smashes on the first date. Uh, so what are you it doing sounded after? better on paper. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, brought that. There was no finesse. There to was that. no finesse. Yeah, I thought you might have said something. I just want to say I don't apologize for the last week's episode whatsoever. That's okay. I'm you know, my best life. I, as a cancer, I slept easy. I appreciate <laughs> your rawness and your need to get stuff out of your wrong. off your chest. <laughs> so, you know, I like the emotion you were expressing. Yeah, yeah. I was just trying to be me, and you and did a fantastic job. Asshole. All right. <laughs> Tipping the scale. Uh, I want to know how you guys are doing. So uh, on a scale of Black China to Princess Diana, how has your week been? Carmen, why don't you start us off? I'm in the middle. You know, I, I'm, I'm just a, I'm the best of both right now. I'm literally in the middle, just soaking in everything um, at the moment because... Mercury is in retrograde right now, <laughs> so yeah, I'm just there. I mean, I'm always, I'm gonna be with Black China. I'm always feeling petty, so Ooh. I'm just living. In, I just live in that permanent petty state, and so. messy. Petty and messy. Yep, Yummy. absolutely. Alon, I'm feeling like Scott Disick. I, I this, this these people that you've listed are just people who married into fame. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like Scott Disick. I don't know. I was going for like super ratchet to super regal, but I guess oh, that uh, that I, works too. Scott, I read Disick. that. I read that the wrong one. You do have a Scott Disick. I would, if, he, if I were to like have like a crew of celebrity friends, I think he would be my anchor. He is pretty good. I mean. He's pretty cool. I think he's a cool guy. Whatever. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm Princess Di. You know, I think she was a Cancer. Her zodiac she? sign. Another one? Yeah, we're amazing. Oh. We could always Google that if we want to know. Can somebody Google that really quickly? Princess Diana's birthday. <laughs> Wait, can I ask? Is Alexa even plugged? I can't even ask my Alexa. She's I had to unplug her. I'm sick of her. Whatever. We'll just assume. For now, we'll just assume it. And then someone can call me out if she's not uh, a cancer. But anyway, uh, today, this week, we're talking about Mercury Retrograde. We have a week left. It doesn't end until the 15th. So we got about yeah. eight-ish, seven-ish more days. The last day is the 15th. So we're going to get into it. We're going to figure it out. I stupidly thought it was like a once every seven years type of thing. But apparently it happens four times a year. Four times. But this is new to me. I didn't know I about Mercury Retrograde until like two years ago. Yeah, I was going to say. Ugh. 
I was going to say that I've never heard of Mercury Retrograde until I saw it on Facebook, like people talking about it on Facebook recently. That's funny thought, you say that because there is this debate saying that the Mercury in Retrograde is like a millennial thing. Because horoscopes didn't even come into the picture until the 30s and then like us personally identifying like our traits to our astrological signs came in in like the 60s. Wait, it didn't come into play until the 30s or it didn't yeah. get appropriated until the 30s? It was like, I mean, it's based on like the sun sign astrology, which has been around, you know, forever. But uh -huh. then people didn't really start connecting their interpersonal behaviors to their astrological signs until about the 60s. And then the newspapers picked it up because it was revenue. Good. Yeah, got readers. Sounds good. We love that stuff. Okay, so let's get into it because I've been having my cancer, moon-driven mood swings for the last yeah. couple of weeks or so. I thought that was just you. I thought it was just you, you being you. you. No, it's not me. Alon, see, we're not we're both even, cancers together. We're like not even six minutes into this podcast. You're already throwing shots. I'm not throwing shots. I mean, I'm just saying we're both cancers, and I don't feel that way. When is your birthday? July 10th. Oh, I knew that. It's I'm July 6th. I have the same birthday as George W. Bush and Tia and Tamara. <laughs> yeah. oh, wow, and both Kevin Hart. And what Kevin Hart. What a beautiful I have, birthday. I have Adrian Grenier from Entourage. My second reference in two weeks to Entourage. Okay. Um, Jessica Simpson. Okay. Uh, that's about it. Oh. Maybe Nikola Tesla. I'm not sure. Sure. Chicken of the Sea. What about you, Carmen? <laughs> Any famous birthdays? I, I can't remember. It's a few. It's people not worth it. Just... It's not even a day to worth remember. Are you sure? Yeah. You serious? I have a lot of close friends whose birthdays are just legends in my eyes that are in close that? circles. October 23rd. So I'm gonna cuss. I'm a I'm a Libra and a Scorpio. Do you want to know something about October 23rd? That was my bar mitzvah. That's a special day. Really? Yeah, that was my. Wait, that's song. not where you get the brisk, right? No, no, that okay. was that's that's a brisk. Okay. I, October twenty third, two thousand one. Wow. Was my bar mitzvah. Oh, cool. I mean, a lot of special things happened on that day, but a lot of people who I totally one hundred percent respect were born on that day. Um, they don't have to be famous to be special. I, I was just saying that that, that particular. That me shoot. I'm a man that And one Take me in five years. Like, like I got bar mitzvahed. Okay. I just squeaked as okay. if I wasn't bar mitzvahed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I guess okay, I don't so have a voice for radio. Leading this conversation, we're going to have to rely deeply on Michelle, Queen I'm Michelle. i try my best to carry us through. Because she's going to give us all the answers as we have our meltdowns on these microphones. Yeah. Michelle, first question. What the fuck? Fuck is <laughs> Mercury retrograde. All right. Well, the easiest way to sum it up, I guess, in science terms, um, Mercury is the planet of communication. It goes into retrograde four times a year. It's basically like when we can we see Mercury from Earth, and due to it, like a orbital uh, illusion it reverses it. So it's like going backwards and Mercury speeds the fastest. So it tends to take, you know, issues of communication. It makes it a little bit more funkier. Like, you know, electronics go weary and there tends to be like a lot of relationships that fall out around these times. Mm -hmm. And so now some people say that they don't, it might be like a placebo effect in a sense, but there is a scientific definition like, like, Mercury is going backwards in orbit. Okay. Uh, Who at the table is in a relationship? <clears throat> is everyone single except for me? No, I'm recently single. 
So how I'm recent? I'm recently single. Like too. a month or so. Okay. Cause of Metro Mercury <laughs> Metro. Cause of Mercury Retro. <laughs> I never Mercury Retro PCS. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That's why your communication's fucked up. <laughs> Upgrade your life. Yeah. No, I don't think it was a retrograde. It wasn't the retrograde a month ago. It wasn't. It was just toxic. As no uh, planets were gonna help me gotcha. or hurt me. <laughs> Carmen, you said you're recently single. I am since February. But Mercury it was doing something going into March. Like yeah. Yeah, I read something about just the whole Beginning it going into spring or preparing for spring or preparing yeah. for March. You had just, to do that spring cleaning. Oh, that was. And get so that just, dust mite out. Would, you, there would be toxic and certain people who would be out of your life, not just relationship-wise. But yeah, I am single. Good for you. Happy. We just need to, you know, move with a little bit more caution, move a little bit slower during the retrograde. And then, Alon, did you, did you ghost anyone? <laughs> I didn't ghost anyone, but I am not in a serious thing where it's not like... So you're in uh, what do we call it? Pseudo dating. You're pseudo dating. Oh yeah, I guess so. We're talking, you're and hanging out, hanging out, <laughs> like hanging out, or you're on top of someone. Oh. I'm gonna refer back to my tagline. <laughs> I'm gonna kiss him. Down. Okay. So he's he's getting it on with someone. Uh, you're bleeding the fit. I hope it's consensual. Fit. I, um. I do. I, I, <laughs> I, 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 I just, me too. I just. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm a good person. Again, another week where I, I have to claim. He defends himself. Yeah, he has I'm a good person. I just want you to sweat again this week. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I come off like Rush Limbaugh. Like every time I want to <laughs> say something or talk about something, I'm yelling about it just to get my point across. No, it's like, hey, you know, just. And then yeah. we're gonna say it's because I'm a cancer, but I think it's just me being me. No, I'm a cancer too, so I can't even use that line on you. I just think we're, we're not... You both can. She's Sorry. upset. Ooh. I'm just sick of you cancers. Like, Look. Okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. So, so um, Yeah, I'm married, and me and my husband have had some communication issues uh, for like maybe two weeks. Like what kind of communication issues? Like Just don't... like... I'll say good morning, but he doesn't hear it. So he'll look at me and be like, oh, so we're not talking this morning? And I'm like, what? With you, or I'll get a text message like, Oh, you left the door in the closet open. What's it's like, what, What's what? wrong with that? It's just stuff that we never argue about that we argue about only during Mercury retrograde. And now that it's dwindling down, we've gone back to being like a, a sexy, young, <laughs> hot, Mercury. sexy, delicious. More International entourage espionage couple GQ. GQ. I think blaming on Mercury retrograde is a limb, is not. It's a cop out. It's a cop out. Okay, Alain, you're about to get your ass cussed out. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. But But anyway, what's going on with me and my personal situation? Dr. Phil, get. I'm going to turn your fucking mic off. The threats are real. <laughs> Wait, I honestly, I, I keep saying tension. that each week, and I don't even know what button to push. And I'm afraid to touch anything oh. because my friend Vinny had to set up this podcast equipment. So just know Shout that Vinny is coming to the studio to show me how to turn the mics off so I can do that without interrupting the whole podcast. Okay. And I'm definitely not going to do it during the retrograde. Yeah, that's yeah, when all about technology, you know, goes crashes. 
Right. Because I don't touch anything. It just makes it. It just makes everything seem like it's moving a little bit slower. Like it's just it's harder to connect with people. They say that you're not supposed to have any important conversations. You're not supposed to book any travel during these times. Really? So you booked. A trip to California during Mer- Mercury Retrograde? No, I didn't. But the day that I flew out, the was retrograde started and my flight got canceled twice. My like, flight home. got canceled during retrograde. Yeah. My flight didn't. I mean, granted, it was a snowstorm, but like it wasn't snowing when I was supposed to fly. Now, question. How long are retrogrades last for? Mercury retrogrades it last for? It is the 22nd through the 15th. So they last for three weeks and they're four oh. times a year. So, you know. Four. Four times. I thought it was once a year because every no. time I'm like, okay, we just survived Mercury retrograde. It's like, oh, it's going to happen again next Tuesday. Like, why, <laughs> Jesus? So it's how, three to four times every year. How I see the Mercury retrograde is I've seen it once like a with year ago. With my, no, I've seen people post about it once. And then ever since then, I've just been seeing people just saying, oh, Mercury's in retrograde. It's definitely a more of a millennial term. I think that like everybody's a lot more interconnected with their mm-hmm. spiritual side and everyone's got their horoscope apps and <laughs> so, yeah. how, how do we feel about horoscopes do we, do we follow them here do, I, I I don't you don't no I don't believe cancer ass I think that you need exhibits to get to all know your- of the qualities of a cancer do I exhibit all the qualities of a cancer yes I don't know. Cancers are emotional. I see myself very emotional. Just more emotional than no homo. (laughs) (laughs) I will say that this whole Mercury retrograde it just keeps you aware of certain things. Like if you notice, like there's a day or a few days, just like man, why does everything seem off? Like I'm really mad. I'm just I'm cussing people out, or everything just seems like everything is against me. Then you look up a horse and be like, oh yeah, that's what's happening with me. So. but I mean, it, it, it means something and it doesn't. But for me, okay, I'm going to be honest. Like, I am a Christian. I am a Jesus follower. But this horoscope stuff is, is real. So even though I shouldn't, <laughs> I do. And even though I have best friends who are, like, really into it. Like, anytime I tell her that I'm meeting somebody, she's like, what's his sign? Like, that's the first thing. Nothing else. Not what his last name is or anything. What's his sign? And then she's like, mm, it may work out. Or it's like, oh, you guys are a perfect match. So because she's into it. I start to entertain it a little bit, but it's it's real though. So now I have to be careful with Sh- that though. Should that stop you from talking to someone if they're not compatible? No, with you? I'm I'm so open minded. Yeah, he wants to though. date a fucking Gemini. I like Gemini. There's nothing wrong with Gemini. Well, the okay, there is Gemini. There are things Boo. wrong with it, but they do they do the most in the beginning. It's really intense, and then they they're big ghosters. Oh Gemini's. yes, they can't make up their minds. They sabotage so like relationships. I mean. Yeah, I think that the horoscope thing is not going to deter us from dating anybody. I like to get to know people's birth charts, like once I once I know them, because that's when you get really specific. Yeah, that's that's like the time, place. July tenth, eight twenty-five a.m. I don't know it. Oh, okay. Just the, like it's a system that's just oh, I thought, sorry, 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 sorry. A human know. calculator. I, I don't know. I don't know. But I don't know hey, these things. This isn't hidden figures. But for you, <laughs> cancers cannot be with Gemini. Are emotional. Creatures, delicate. Cannot be with Gemini's. The best piece of advice during the retrograde is to tap into things that make you comfortable. Like, make yourself feel really homey right now. Like, you have to... I took my shoes off. You will spiral if you feel like... Is that that smell? (laughs) No, it's the flaming hots you're eating. (laughs) Shut up. Little red lips. But, uh, yeah, you might spiral during times of retrograde if, like, fast change happens. Like, this is a time for you to, like... Resort into things that make you feel super comfortable. 
I'm gonna leave and, it's when and we go, go home. Yeah, because I feel comfortable. Yeah. Okay. Well, don't take it so. So sorry. I'm not. Um, you can't do anything for the next fifty minutes. And with so us, and with us Libras, since we are creatures of balance, the retrograde is specifically hard for us because it leaves us spiraling because nothing is going smooth, and we don't te- like we tend to seek out balance, and when mm. we're not in mm. it, we tend to okay. freak out. So that's how the retrograde can be challenging. It's but it's good to get to know what your challenges might be during this time so you can kind of prepare for it. Like, you know things might go, like, array. You're ready for it. You know what you got to do. You know what I'm thinking, though? I, I don't mean to cut anybody off. When you know the overall picture of where you're supposed to be going or what you're supposed to be doing or what you seek, these things that happen in, in the midst of those movements or those transitions, it's like it's preparing you. Yeah. So if you know that you're about to get a new job or if you're seeking a relationship to get married or something or if you're trying to do something really big in your life and launch something new, these things are also... Like a podcast. Preferable. Yeah, like a podcast. You can say that. Oh, good um, but it's all... <laughs> now available on iTunes and Spotify. <laughs> and SoundCloud. But it prepares you for that. So even when you say the spiraling part, for some reason I get excited. Like, yes, my mind is going to be all over the place. And I'm like, what is this? Why is this happening? But I know it's all going to work out for the good. So even though I feel off balance, I know the overall pitch. And I think that's the big thing with knowing these things, knowing what your overall picture is, knowing what your overall goal is, and then just let shit happen. The pro- it's called the process, right? What's the benefit of the retrograde? Is there any goodness that comes from this? I think that um, issues of big change come during the retrograde and while we're not supposed to act on it like we're not supposed to make any indefinite plans like uh forms of travel things with relationships it might be it's it's an eye-opening time whatever is like getting kicked up and whatever is like unmasking itself during the retrograde is probably something that you need to focus on more in your every life like there's a reason why it's like becoming so clear during the retrograde and while you might not and you shouldn't act on it during those three weeks there's a reason that it's like coming into the picture. Hmm. Like if there's a like a common theme that you find, like things are more confusing in this certain aspect of your life, whether that's work, whether it's a relationship, whether it's like a conversation you need to have with a friend, don't do it during the three weeks. But it's, you know, Ooh. it's there for a reason. It's going to Where that turmoil were you is when I. Dang it! I wish I knew that. I cut some people off. Maybe you're supposed to. I, you know, I had a falling out during There's the retrograde. There's nothing wrong with cutting people out of your lives. As we know <coughs> from you, Emma. I'm just saying it's like a viable Ghost option. that motherfucker. <laughs> just move <laughs> on. <laughs> I mean, if, the, if they're if, supposed to be back. If the back. person is toxic, cut them out. But if they showed their best side, then... It's about Don't recognizing if it's toxic or not. I think that's Absolutely. Thing. That's why I can't really talk to my Gemini friends during retrograde because I don't know what sign I'm going to get. Yeah, they're, yeah. Yeah. They jump around. And what about uh, Scorpios? Because we have a half Scorpio at the table. Yes, please. Thank you. Okay. Well, I would say. I'm on the cusp. I'm a Libra. I mean, half Scorpio. Why? But ah. you know that between the 21st and the 23rd, those are cusps. So, yeah, anybody who's born 21, 22, 23. On the 23rd of that? I'm on the cusp. I'm a cusp baby. I'm sorry. So I there I don't know if you remember the Chicago Sun Times. Why does cusp baby sound like a candy? Because we're sweet. So I don't know if you remember Sugar Baby is what you think of. Oh yeah. <laughs> you still like it. Get them, caught in the teeth. But like there are some some horoscopes that's that have that say October 23rd is Scorpio. Then there are other horoscopes that say 
October 23rd on is Libra. So it it just depends. Well, vice versa. But it just depends. Mm. So because I'm I'm the best of both, like I have to read both. Sorry. Scorpio is a fire sign, right? Yep. That's funny. Air and fire. So I feel like it's like fire needs oxygen. So it's like yeah, a lot. You're I like, like a lot. bomb. You think so? Yeah, we should send you to the White House. Scorpios during the retrogrades are... That's a hot take, Quentin. There's a one. That's a hot take. I'm sorry, she's reading something, guys. (laughs) (laughs) During the retrogrades, Scorpios are more likely to feel like they're getting forced into a situation, like pushed too fast. And um, then you're more likely to have outbursts. Like you're like since things are moving so fast. Carmen only so has outbursts after a few drinks. Yeah, so it's just a time to like focus on being patient and maybe unearth some inner turmoils that you might have. Come face to face with them, deal with it when the retrograde ends. I did a meditation about that. What about Virgo? Oh, I don't know what. Let me see here. Can- Virgos can. I've had a few Virgo exes. I've never had me communication too. breakdowns. Ever like I've had with Virgos, like they is really nervous. I've had communication uh, breakdowns with a Virgo friend of mine, and it really hurt. That's probably from I'm you. the worst person at. I'm the worst person at this. But what's your communication breakdown? Shit out of you, <laughs> so it was. It so was. In the was middle of this podcast, so I will take fault. a knife. It wasn't the Virgos, yeah. Michelle, what is a, a communication breakdown? And I'll pierce it through your forehead. Michelle's talking. <laughs> Jesus, dude, one foot after another. He's a Trump supporter, so it makes sense. Go ahead. He's wearing red right now. Make America great again. It was never great. Stop. Michelle, what did you have to say? Wait, can you- I can't believe you just call me a Trump supporter. You know I do not like that man. Um, I just need her to Your face. Facebook posts are y'all there. So right. No, they don't. What's going on can right I- now is a communication breakdown. So like what just happened yeah. right now? Oh, perfect. Like when you're in a situation where you're literally saying the sky's blue and somebody's like, no, it's evidently green. And, okay. and they think that guy's a loser. Or you'll say, or you'll say, <laughs> or you'll make a statement and what you've said they interpret to be the direct opposite meaning. Have okay. you ever like been in that situation yeah, where yeah. like you say something they're like, are you being passive aggressive right now? And you're like, no, I haven't. Just trying to like when I'm just trying to live my life and then when saying all emotions. Yeah, that's what communication <laughs> breakdowns are. It's like no matter what you do in that conversation, uh-huh. they're gonna take it the wrong way. Okay. Mm. And it gets always a little angsty, or yeah. like when you're just never gonna agree. Okay. And that's and I find with Virgos, I always have that. So you just have to distance yourself from them. Yeah. yeah. Is it is it is it cause of Virgos or is it cause of the people that they are? Well, I mean, Virgos as a sign are known to sweat the small stuff. Like Ooh. they like micromanage so many different facets of their lives that like when you're talking to them, they're gonna overanalyze every single oh my statement you're that saying. That is so real. I agree with you. So and they're a bit of a perfectionist. So it's like they don't do well when things aren't going their way or what they perceive to be the correct way. I was like, are they controlling them? I would say so, yeah. yeah. Uh, any other notable signs we should know of before we... Is Virgo, is that an earth sign? I think Virgo is earth sign. Yeah, I just yeah. want to make sure we cover the earth, wind, and fire. Uh-huh. <laughs> what are we? We're cancer. No, I Cancers. understand. Earth, wind, and fire. We're, We're water, water signs. Water, water, okay. What about water. Pisces? Ugh. I like Pisces. Yes, I shade They're everybody the fish. but mine. <laughs> You're two? <laughs> 
So I just said that and gave uh, Carmen a dirty look. <laughs> and she looked at me like she was about to slap the mess out of me. Like, I don't have to talk. See, I'm from Chicago. I don't talk about it. I just do it. I know. Okay? She just gave me that look. <laughs> Shaitan all day. I feel the Murder capital of the world. You feel it? Murder you capital? You I always think is the most Country unpredictable are Sagittarius. They always, they, I think that they're a little bit more unpredictable than Gemini's. What mm. is that? Saggies. What are they? They're like. I dated a Sag. He was. So I don't even know they're, the signs. They're of They're really people. unpredictable. Wow. Okay. But in a good that. way. They're like they're and they're, they're sexual creatures too. Ooh. That's yeah. true. <laughs> like Scorpios though. Yeah. Get off they, me. Yeah, Sagis are Get even me. Hashtag me too. I think Sagittarius's are even more sexual sometimes in Scorpio. They so can't now do me. I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> she was literally about to put her thigh on the table and start twerking. Yeah. What's, what's Sagittarius got? <laughs> oh, watch this. <laughs> I took one Put your class. ass away, Carmen. Put that ass away. One twerk class. It's a podcast on the ASMR video. I cannot believe y'all are judging me. I took one twerk class. <laughs> they kicked you out. No, they did not. I, I took a floor class. working class. They did twerking. Like, it, it was, was half really half. fun. Floor working? Yeah, floor work. Mm-hmm. It's like a pole oh, class, okay. but it's like what you do on the floor. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Or you have a little chair too. Like yeah. Death, what is it? Death drop. It's so fun. <laughs> Did you just ask death me drop? because I'm gay? No, I'm, yes. Do you not no, do that, Quentin? No. What? Do you not do the little death drop? I'm not ever gonna do a death drop. I like. But you my know knees. how to. Though. I don't know how to. I feel like it's a little scary to do. You have to learn how to it's do that. Killer. Like, I would like pop my hip out of socket. I would hurt myself. I know my knees would definitely go bad. Definitely don't do it during Mercury retrograde. No, you'll break something. <laughs> Forever. And yeah. then you'll have an electronic wheelchair that don't work because technology's not working right now. Out of yeah. three weeks out of... Three or four times a year. Yeah, 12 yes. weeks out of the year. 12 yeah. weeks out of the year. So, some weird things happened Can during... I, okay. Sorry. Sorry, I feel... I try. I try to segue to the next topic. Then he's like, no, you're going to let me talk. Yeah, such no, a cancer. I was, such I, a cancer. I, I, I was quiet, but I just want to say, like... Say something I don't like. I, watch me hit you. I, okay. I mean, I, this is definitely going to be a not popular opinion or anything like that, but, like, I kind of feel like this horoscope and these metro... Metro. It's Mercury retrograde. Metro things. PCS. What is it? Metro PCS. Metro PCS. Boost mobile type shit. Like, I don't know. I feel like you're like you're looking for answers in all the wrong places. Mm. Where should we be looking? Nah. What would you say not where should we be looking, Elon? But would you say the, the same Bible. thing about spirituality? No. It's like See, I it's think it's I think it's comparable to the Bible because you're looking for answers in a book or you're looking for answers in your horoscope that We're looking for answers in the stars. You're interpreting in them nature. the way that you want yeah. it to be. Do you know what I mean? Like I will read a, like if I, when I read a horoscope, I'm like, oh, that sounds about true. But if I read anyone else's horoscope, like if I read um, Sagittarius's horoscope, I go, oh, I can see how that, that fits me. Yeah, too. you can see it, but you know it's not true. I mean, I don't. Believe I would just it. say that you don't have to believe in all the hocus pocus of horoscopes, but I would say that yeah, the you planetary have to respect it or the, get the yeah, fuck the out planetary of the alignment line. has an effect on us because it has an effect on like the gravitational forces of like what we're feeling. So it might not be like wholeheartedly true if you go to like Cosmo and read your horoscope. And you last week, but there is the truth. Openly admitted that you have your phases, like your moods yes. and stuff like that. I did. And I, as oh. a Cancer, I too have the same thing, and we're deeply Tyler. affected by the moon. But I also openly admitted that you won't be able to get in. You you can't get. There's some things that don't have answers to. 
and I don't. I, I wish don't think everyone could or, see how much we're I talking with our hands. I don't. We're like, yeah. I do a video podcast one day. But what I was saying is like what I said even go to go back last week. I was saying is like there's some things that don't have answers, and I don't think looking into horoscopes is the place to get. Well, an that's answer how to. you cope with things. Yeah, how exactly. I cope with things is I like to look. I'm an optimistic person. I like to look to see what the stars have in store for me. I like to get my tarot reading done. I like to go see the psychic whenever I'm in Venice Beach, California. Yeah. Shout out to Sophie. Um, like I like to do all that just to have some mental clarity. It gives me less anxiety. It's, but it's you can't spiritual. compare it to the Bible. No, I'm not comparing it yeah. to the Bible. You said it's but like, you said, it is, you just said I mean, it's like, okay, Ooh. this is going to be a hot take. This is going to be a hot yeah, take. You should just let me switch the topic. I should have let you switch the topic. But Carmen, the let Bible him know. is a guide for life, period. But okay? Is it, but okay. But, but the Bible was created to okay, answer context. The Christian is arguing with the Jew right now. I'm okay. Back. Stand up for yourself. I'm going to stand up for myself right now. But the Bible was created uh-huh. to answer questions that people didn't have answers to. All right, we have That's answers. Not why it was. I mean, it's one of the it's one of the main reasons. I mean, people didn't understand. Uh-huh. People don't understand what happens when you die. Uh-huh. All right, and they look to the Bible to teach them. Is like, well, you you might go to heaven or hell. So this is how you should act to get into either or. Right. So there's no there was no. I'm not saying there was science behind Carmen's it. Face right sorry, now. Carmen. I am so I'm sorry, Carmen. I'm so sorry. That's my Scorpio yeah, look. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, I'm just yeah, listening. Uh, that's my Chicago I, look. I am so sorry. <laughs> and you don't. Yep. And you don't talk. You do. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm respectful. What happens a lot? I don't know. <laughs> he started talking smack about the Bible, and then Carmen <laughs> shot him. Not, this is why well, you cannot be able to go to Walmart to get a gun. So you trying to say Chicago? You trying to say Chicago? Because you said I shot him. Don't say Chicago. I wasn't shading Chicago. You shading were. you. It's different. Well, that took a turn. That did take a turn. That did take a turn. I feel bad, but I feel like if we're talking, I might as well finish what I'm saying. You one of those people. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm... <laughs> see, like, the thing is... <laughs> all right. Just we all we all take religion and everything different, right? Each person of has course. their own view on these things, right? Yes. How I view it is is that people were looking for answers in things that they couldn't explain, right? Like you're explain like in you can't explain in a nutshell, right? Kind of like horoscopes in a nutshell, you're trying to explain what's going on or what to expect in the future. You know what I'm saying? That's why we should not ghost That's, people. Yeah. That, okay. Oh. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. It just got hotter here. <laughs> uh, you had us freezing in the studio last week. No. Okay. Carmen, do you have a rebuttal? Because you look like you want to say yeah. something. Please, please, Carmen, please. Go. <laughs> no, all I'm going to say is like as far as horoscopes and zodiacs, it, it, you're, you are looking for something to tell you what's going to happen in the future, whatever is the happenings now of your life. The Bible is is giving you a lot of philosophical parables about the guides to how you should live. It's not, oh, this is what's going to happen. Yes, there there are historic points where it says whatever is happening now has happened before, but it, it's more of a guide to how you should live your life, and you make choices in that. You have a choice. But the Zodiac is saying that's what it is. Yeah. Okay. Because this is who you are, that's what it is. Okay. And, and, I- and the thing is, with, with, with God and with the Bible, it, it's, it's allowing you to make um, a decision of if you're going to follow this is what's going to happen. These are the repercussions if you don't do this. Mm-hmm. So there's a whole lot of 
more content in it from a spiritual point from someone who from a god who i trust and believe okay as far as faith that's faith mm-hmm. so 100 percent agree with you with that right but but thank you but that's how you interpret the bible mm-hmm. right just kind of like how you interpret your horoscope do you know what i'm saying like you're inter- so like the bible is inter- is how you interpret how to be a good person and how you should live your life here and there i'm fucking up i am fucking up i know i'm just not saying i'm it's a fire sign (laughs) arguing with a water sign (laughs) you guys are not gonna agree i'm just sitting back i'm the i'm the this this has been explained by the horoscope but (laughs) you are making sense i do agree with you carmen you are making making sense i agree with you Carmen, when people are making their argument, you can't growl at them and shake your head. <laughs> she wasn't doing that. Like, I literally <laughs> dialed the nine and the one on my cell phone. I, y'all not about to fuck up my I apartment. Don't, don't pay attention to my face. I have a lot of facial expressions. If you ever see me, I have a lot of facial expressions. This Happy is my music is on right yeah. now. Happy music That's is so on. Funny. But, but, he, but I'm focused on the topic at yeah. hand, so I can't even pay attention to the music because he's talking about yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. I, no, I think, I think, it's, wasn't important. Listening I think it's important. You just slipped up when you brought up the bike. You don't bring yeah, up yeah, the Bible. Yeah, 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 yeah. I realized. Carmen. I realized, yeah. and then I was like, oh, I'm not going to backtrack. I took, a, I took a back seat to yeah. that one. I was uh, like, I'm here for the sex. I just want to understand. Note to self. Girl, don't I'm bring here, up the Bible I'm during Mercury Retrograde. Yeah. 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 With my Christian self. No. I'm here for the sex stuff, too. <laughs> 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 We're all sexual beings. Let's just be yeah. real. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. Are you getting any more points, Elon? No. No. I really. I don't have a right. You I'm sure? Gonna, I'm, yeah. Okay, no. so but that yes. was one thing that not happened. Tell your future. Yeah, no, happened. 100. Well, what about Revelations? Anyway, <laughs> let's not. Let's not go there. I'm sorry. I brought it up. Personal. Look, that we shouldn't have these conversations during retrograde. <laughs> We're not gonna a that's lot a, of that's things. A bad, that's a breakdown of communication, yes, right? Is that yes, that's exactly. That's a communication that breakdown. I needed to learn by doing it. Ironically, we're having a podcast during this retrograde. Anyway, uh, so a lot of freaky stuff, freaky dicky stuff happened during retrograde. Um, so last week, Corey Feldman was stabbed and claims it's because he outed Hollywood for diddling kids. Yes, I am uh, passionate about this topic. Yeah, I'm going to let Elon take this one away because, because I don't. Right. Can we passionate. clarify? Did, yeah, we definitely I'm, don't need music for this. Wait, hold we on. We definitely don't need music for this. Wait. <laughs> you guys, we have a script that we use for the show. I just want to point out that I read the script as is diddling kids now it took me a, a second because I, I got in trouble last week i didn't get in trouble last week but i was like but i was too forthcoming for what r kelly made a 14 year old person do so i thought i like the energy diddling. you bring to this <laughs> things really took a twist yeah. Is diddling a word yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I i don't think i got squiggly lines when it came it out. makes me i don't like hearing okay. it I'm like Ugh. that is i'm sorry i said that it sounds yeah. fond- like fondling we spoke about that though <laughs> okay Alon, do you want to clarify? Because you got yes. really excited about it. He's passionate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's passionate yes. about this. Because so, okay, and just FYI, we didn't jump from the Bible to Metro, Metro, Metro PCS, <laughs> Mercury retrograde, <laughs> and now we're about to get into some dark, like conspiracy, conspiracy yeah. stuff. These are things you should fucking know. <laughs> All right. He These wanted are, that something so bad. These are things you should fucking know. And I was hoping that's how you would preface this as. But there is a backroom casting couch 
four children in oh. Hollywood. I mean, this is like, Gross. this is, yes, it is disgusting, right? And it's a reality things, that we live in, and I'm going to hear you out. Yeah, yeah, like, it's a re- it is a reality we live in, and this is going to be a weird turn, but I'm going to push forward because I'm passionate about this. Because this, this is you, this is your topic. This is me. I believe everything is alleged, I, by the way. Don't come after me, Clintons. Okay, I wasn't even going to go there. I was going to strictly keep it out of Hollywood. Uh, it's on the yeah. It is on the it's thing, on the but docket. I was talking about it. And I was like, some of it. I mean, yeah, it's on the <laughs> docket. People know that there is a connection with like celebrity, government, and like power behind some underground networks. So, so elaborate. Corey got so stabbed. Corey Feldman has been a big proponent to talking about how he was molested as a kid for getting roles and how it's happening in Hollywood to this day. I mean, Elijah Wood, right, has came out and said this, right? Yeah. Um, Wasn't he in Lord of the Rings? Yes, he was. He was also in Green Shoot Hooligans, and he was in North, which was one of my favorite movies growing up. Because I always thought about... But at what cost, Elon? Um, wow. at, at the cost of his innocence. Right. At the co- and Which is a fucked up thing to think, right? And, mm-hmm. I mean, Corey Feldman and Corey Haim, it's also happened to Corey Haim. So Corey Feldman's on this whole tear about how he was stabbed in his car the week before seven times, left for dead in his car. And uh, he claims That's that some it... some 50 Cent type shit. 50 Cent got shot nine times. Nine times. And shot. This was stabbing. This was like this that's was a lot more personal. This is this, is this is like a lot personal. Sorry, I didn't mean to do no, that like that. I was just like it was like it's a lot more personal when you stab someone. She just hit Carmen. No, I didn't hit Carmen. I did. I was like like, <laughs> no, was she like not, yeah, I know, stab. I know. She does not. Oh, I know the difference. She does. You didn't attack her god. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so there's a there, this is going on a lot. People don't want to talk about it as much, but it's something that should be brought up and should be stopped because kids should Again still be with innocent. The table, you're sorry, just... sorry, sorry. I'm the Rush Limbaugh of this podcast. <laughs> I am passionate. <laughs> Please stop saying <laughs> I, that. I, I'm the Stephen I would a. Smith have to say I podcast. absolutely believe in this. Like, yeah, I absolutely believe. I mean, it all so started. So you guys are like really talking in a circle okay. about it. So Pizzagate, Pizzagate. Okay. So I was gonna bring this up in a later podcast. If we would ever, if you'd ever have me back for conspiracy you theories, you're a permanent host. You're a producer oh, on the I podcast. That I'm gonna get fired every. He's week. a producer now. <laughs> He's been a producer. Oh. Check out the website, Carmen. I did. I'm sorry. So I what did. I want to okay. say is, is that there's always some truth into everything. Raise your voice all right. <laughs> sorry. I just want to say that there's always some truth in everything, right? Similar to how the Vatican was covering up people being molested by priests molesting kids back in the like the. Okay. Yeah, I. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, you know what you mean. Right. It's just uncomfortable. Get, you know, Elon. it's an uncomfortable conversation, but it needs to be talked about. You guys about. know that I'm good talking about the uncomfortable <laughs> stuff, so yeah. I'm like. I, well, I'm a judgmental period, so I'm I'll judging. sit through it, but in my head, I'm like, Ugh. I think it's I'm important so that we do. We highlight it. We talk about it. Because people didn't want to believe that it was happening, and then when it mm-hmm. came to light, it happened. Like, people didn't want to believe that Harvey Weinstein was fucking uh, celebrity. Like, he was making women have sex with them to get these roles. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's happening with to Bill little Cosby. kids. Nobody wanted to believe it. Nobody, nobody wanted to believe it. And yeah, now look Lee at it. Was doing too. Well, it didn't happen. <gasps> Spike Lee. Let me be quiet. Go ahead. Oh, okay. You heard it here first. <laughs> Our first NDH exclusive, Spike Lee. It's the Black Harvey Weinstein. I was just, I was just allegedly. <laughs> but well, Bill Cosby would have been. The black Harvey Weinstein. No, I think Harvey Weinstein was the white Bill Cosby. Was the white Bill Cosby. So what do you yeah. think? So 
What do you think that like Hollywood is covering? Do you think that everyone is in cahoots together, or do you think these are isolated incidents? I don't. Th- I think everyone is in cahoots together, or they yeah. know that because they can't speak out about it, they don't. They're worried about their own careers, right? So like, I am blanking on this woman's name, but her she was Gloria on Sopranos. Uh, I don't know her real name. Do you know, she yeah. was a big proponent of saying Harvey Weinstein made me do this, right? And she got blacklisted really? for that. Yeah, she played the wife. No no, 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 no. She was she was a mistress. She was one of Tony's mistresses in season four. Okay. Um, but she was a big proponent about it, and she spoke out about it, and she got blacklisted because of this, right? I don't think that people like Brian Singer is known molester, and Brian Singer. Also directed most of the X Men movies and most big blockbuster movies. But I hope Brian Singer was like doing it to men. Yeah, it yeah. but it doesn't matter. I, not, I know it doesn't know matter, I mean? but it's a different it's angle. Like he's think, with those. I think it would be naive of us to assume that people that hold most of the power and the money in our society aren't up to things like this. You know, I think that's really naive on our part because Absolutely. things can be covered up. And I mean, yeah. Like. So, like the Clintons, their number one supporter is this dude Jeffrey Epstein, who's a known pedophile. He has an island where he flies yeah. powerful people to this island to have sex with kids. Allegedly. Alleged. Yeah, alleged. but also, what is it? The I Bohemian mean, Grove place. Bohe- That's yes. also an alleged place, but it's like there's documents from it. Like where people they sneak in, like Alex Jones wants snuck in. I don't want to. Com- I don't want to say like I believe everything Alex Jones says, but there is some truth in everything he says. Do you know well, what I mean? Like Alex Jones. Yes. I when you want to look, he. Before he goes crazy and gets uh, sensationalizes certain things, there are some truth to what he says. Like, there's truth in everything. Well, you know that famous abduction case, the Johnny Gosh case, and his mom became an advocate mm-hmm. and, like, put into place, like, all the child protection laws? Mm-hmm. Um, she, like, unmasked a bunch of, like, truth behind it. And, like, towards the end, the people that were, like, like, the police were basically like, oh, no, like, she went crazy due to the loss of her son. But, like, the more and more investigation that she did basically proved that this, like, it, it's real. Like, there's, like, sex trafficking is, like, alive and well, like, in our country. And she doesn't think that, like, her son was killed. Like, she thinks that he was, like, used to a certain extent and then, like, left back into yeah. society. And it's just, it, it is happening, yeah. but... And just because they're celebrities and you you look you look you idolize them yeah. and stuff like that, they should still be held accountable Hell for the yes. things they do. Like R. Kelly, we spoke about mm-hmm. last week, needs to be held accountable Hell for yeah. the things. They're never gonna catch him. What? I mean, I don't. I mean, I think it's why. good that we're exposing yeah. all this stuff now. Like, uh, I mean, like right it was now. so hush hush yeah. before, and I think that it should be. We should be able to talk about it. Like, yeah. I know it's a really uncomfortable subject, but it's like if we leave this stuff in in a taboo place, then, like, we're never going to highlight it and nothing's ever going to change. Like, I say, like, keep talking about it. Like, keep holding these people responsible. I don't know the specific situation with Corey Feldman, but... So... If, I, he, if he's been working at this for a long yeah. time, then... He's I'm been, sure there's absolute truth behind yeah. it. He's been saying it for a long time. Like, we don't know if these are connected per se, but he has been speaking about this all the time. Yeah. And there have been people who have been hurt by saying things like this. I absolutely think that Hollywood covers up a lot just like the church did. Absolutely. Money, power equals greed, lies. And abuse. Abuse. It's it's this this facade that you see that you And I think these are things you should fucking know. Yeah. Yeah. These are things you should fucking know. And on that note. Yeah. (laughs) 
Uh, we have a segment we like to call Ask Nobody, where our listeners get to call us, and we will answer their questions. Uh, if you want to participate, all you have to do is dial Nobody 4747. Again, that number is 662-639-4747. And I feel like we have uh, two calls we're going to take. Here is the first call. Dear Nobody, I bought a car for my BF and my name, but he makes his own payments. We broke up, and about four months after I started getting calls about how the payments were behind on the car, so I had the car towed and returned to the dealership while he was at work. Um, <laughs> As you should. Um, that's a could you just? I don't know. Could you just tell me if I was wrong or not? No, you're not. <laughs> you're not wrong. You're not wrong. That was such that, a boss. That was a boss move. The only advice my father's ever. My father's gonna be two tips of advice that I live by. One is boss when move. it's raining, you drive in the middle lane on the highway because everything's sloped. Uh, and the second thing he says is if you're dating someone and you're living together, don't put both names on the lease. Um, yeah. With that said, if it's his fucking car, his name should have been on the fucking lease. Sorry. If it's his car, his name should have been on the fucking lease. All right. I you did the, you right did the right thing. thing. Yeah. You did yeah, the right thing. Oh, what oh kind God. of man will let you put your like a fuck boy? Yeah. Fuck boy. They do that um, shit. It's also, while he was at work, to, though. Yeah, but he's messing up our car <laughs> and shit. Like, and it's still cold outside. You got to cover yourself. Girl, you did good. Homegirl, you, you did good. Let's give for a round of applause. I don't even know why that was a question. That was a statement. You a question. boss. You know what? Don't don't don't. don't you did Mercury retrograde right. It feels yeah. like she was fishing for a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we know the you did right. I a little pat on the back. Like <laughs> I did that Yeah, that was a boss move. You actually gave um, other people inspiration because probably some people didn't know what to do in a situation like that. So you gave them the answer. You ain't Thank no punk. You. How, How she should have started that was with my ex boyfriend, not my BF. Yeah, she said her. Yeah. She started Such with a that. millennial. Yeah. We're doomed. <laughs> All right, here's the next question. Dear nobody, I have a question. Um, I have a lady at work. She's always asking me my personal business. She's always asking me to hang with her, go to church with her, uh, be her best friend. Is it common? She feels like all the black <laughs> people in the office should be as one and be like a family. My, my question to you is, do you feel like it is appropriate to make personal friends at work and share personal business with people that you work with? I mean, she is the HR manager, and I mean, she is really <laughs> pressuring me to give her uh, an answer whether or not we can be friends. And, you know, Honestly, uh-huh. I ain't a killer, but don't push me. She was really starting <laughs> to get on my nerves. So my question to you is, do you think it's appropriate to be friends with people in the office place? Mm. Who watches The Watchmen? Do you know what I mean? Like, who do you complain <laughs> to when the HR person you know is being... the HR person. <laughs> no, I was... I'm sorry. I was... To my understanding, like, you're not really supposed to, like, hang with people of administration of any kind. Like, there's a rule or a law that you're not even supposed to cross yeah. those kind of boundaries. But even more so, what... What your what your definition of friend is, and this person fits that category I, to a certain degree. You know, tread lightly. Like if, if you feel comfortable, you want to be cool with them, hang out with them here and there. But if you know like there's limits and you're not trying to cross those boundaries, then don't. Because sometimes there's an intention behind it. Beyond I want to be friends, they're probably trying to do some other stuff. So just just be careful. A Whatever your comfort zone. I is. got before I made my dramatic exit from my last employer. Do not try to befriend HR. 
Don't yeah, do it. I'm a big firm believer in not shitting where you eat. And I mean, some of my closest friends are people I work with. But I, when we're talking about people in management, I think right. it's different. So... I am friends with a lot. Like, you know the type of person you are, and you know the type of people you like to be around, right? So, yeah. like, if I if I vibe with you at work, some of my best friends I've met through a workplace. Yeah, you know that's I mean? where me and Elon yeah. work. Well, I was going to bring that up. Yeah. I was like, aside from being each other's yin, and, yin to the yang, yeah. <laughs> we work together. We, we used to work had, together. We almost had a show. <laughs> We're still going to get that show, Elon. Yeah, yeah. Don't you worry. The podcast is just the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> we, I would just say tread lightly and you know mark your like they need to know that you need your space also i feel like that person feels like they could have been they could be friends like the hr person thinks that you guys could be friends outside of this right you don't think that way that'll be pretty 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 honest or be friendly but you don't have to be friendly friendly and hold your boundaries i can i can uh, i can talk to this caller personally how to handle this if they won't respond (laughs) (laughs) i think it's really about the definition of what you consider friend we tossed that word around like we're talking about last week we tossed the word love around wait you just offered to call and handle it what i was gonna say is if she she doesn't get the fucking point he's gonna stop talking to them (laughs) he's just gonna call and start screaming (laughs) no he's gonna ghost her Uh, (laughs) just call me we'll talk I'll, I'll help you through this. I'll help you and through this. Disappear. But if she doesn't get the fucking point across, yeah, I will disappear uh-huh. through the, in the shit. night. Well, <laughs> if you have any questions that you would like us to answer, we're more than happy to feature you on the podcast. Just dial nobody 4747. Literally dial N-O-B-O-D-Y 4747. For those of you that are having a hard time with that, that is 662-639-4747. Again, that number is 662 639 4747, we will answer anything. And now, we, this podcast is so spicy and delicious. We're going to, we didn't do this last week, so we had to bring it in this week, especially because Michelle is here and I'm she's back like, and I'm ready. She's like the expert on all things like psychological, spiritual. She's my mentor. Yes. She's like all of our life coaches. I'm like good at not practicing what I preach though. Like I feel like I have it's a lot on of your bio. It's I'm on your confused. bio on the website. Yeah. Me too. That's the Libra. God is using you. He's yeah. sending the message through you to I give us. great advice but really in my personal life I don't really know so what's, what's that on. saying? Uh, Practice what you preach? No, 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 no. What is it? Do as I say. Not, not as, as I, I do. do. Yeah. Yep. So last yes. week we talked about ghosting and so this week we wanted to raise the stakes. Yeah. So what's the opposite of ghosting? Not talking to someone for no reason because you're not interested versus talking to everybody because yeah. you are interested. Polygamy. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I mean, since last week we talked about ghosting. Ghosting is the lack of communication. And like my biggest goal for 2018 for myself or anybody I'm giving advice to is like communication. I'm working on it. I think everybody should be constantly working on it. I think we should always be aware of the people around us and what we're creating in the space that we occupy. Um, And so I thought it'd be interesting to talk about the scenario of polygamy because I think a lot of people have some misconceptions I have a whole bunch about of it. Me too. Because yeah. what's in, mine is mine, and I ain't well, trying to do, have no brother husband. We live in a society <laughs> where everything is in twos, 
Everything's in two. Marriage is in two. You like, like that alarm? <laughs> <laughs> it's a gay joke. <laughs> Brother husband. I like that. Brother husband. That's good. Um, yeah. So yeah, basically, we live in a society. Everything is, you know, told to us that it needs to be in twos. And we also, in a more progressive situation, we deal with open relationships. But there is a difference. Well, first, let's backtrack. What the hell is? Po- Polyamory or yeah, being polyamorous. What is it? It is where you're in a committed relationship with somebody, but you're also in another committed relationship Um, with somebody else. Veto. Now, there's different categories in this. That happened to me. An open relationship. That happened to you? It happened to me. It was introduced. Go ahead. Were you dating an African man? Shut up. Go ahead. (laughs) No, he wasn't. He was a doula, though. Anyway, he's deep. Anyway, go ahead. Why are you asking me? I don't know what a doula is. Sorry. That's not it at all. I'm black. <laughs> he's black. He's pro black. He's one of those. He's Wakanda forever black. Like, okay. It's, but he was dating an Asian girl. But that's, anyway, it doesn't matter. You kind of look. <laughs> I can see he has a type. He just thought I was cute. You're making y'all are. Also, I'm go ahead. losing my train of thought. I'm okay. gonna say this. Choo, choo. So, open relationships. That's where you can be in an intimate relationship connection with one person, and then you're just seeing people on the side. Polyamorous, uh, being polyamorous is where you're in multiple committed relationships. Now, this could be a closed poly relationship, means like that is your core group, no one else is seeing anyone else, or you could have like primary, like your primary person that you're with, and then you could have a secondary person, and Fuck that means all of this. things that you, you could share, you know, a different intimate connection with every single one of them, different like emotional connections. And the reason why I think people don't understand or it's still or don't want to understand is obviously we're people, we can become jealous. But the thing is, and I found, especially with a lot of my friends that practice polyamory or in open relationships, they seem to have the relationships that flourish the most because like I said, it's about over communication. Like you have to share like what you had for lunch. Like they're so open. in their way that they see things that I find that they tend to be like some of the happiest. I don't even like I it when know. my husband asks how I slept. <laughs> it's like annoying. So I, I th- we need to sleep. Leave me alone. I, I also like it because it breaks social constructs. Like we're basically saying like, I don't have to get married or I can be married and I can have another partner. And while it's not legal to have multiple you can't marry more than one person. You're also like breaking free of like these social contracts that, yeah, that are basically telling you how you have to live your life. And if you're not living your life within that structure, then there's something wrong with you. I know people who are in poly, uh, polyamory, yeah. polyamorous relationships. Poly, yeah. Um, it's not for everybody, but no, it works for it not. works for them, and they seem super happy about yeah. it. Um, I know. I, think, I know it's not. For, Carmen, what's on your what's on your mind? No, I wanted to finish. I, I mean, I'm just saying it's like it's not for everybody, but they know how to maneuver properly where it is the best thing for them. And the only other that, they're so open and they yeah. communicate like so well that I just think it's funny when we're talking like in last week's episode when we're talking about not communicating at all and being afraid to confront our emotions. 
So we just basically stopped talking to a person. Here's a situation where you have to be so overly communicative for it to even work because, yeah, we're we're humans. We get jealous. I, we get that. Okay. <laughs> so look, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm just trying to understand how does one get to a point where they feel like that's really okay? Because, like, the situation I was in where this guy... We were, we were our friends and I bumped into him and his him and his girl and they were like yeah. all kicking and she's like oh my god you're so cool we're talking and everything then I want to say a few months later he's constantly asking me to go out for drinks and all this other stuff and he was like oh you wish you go out to dinner I was like but aren't you in a relationship he was like well let me explain something I'm polyamorous and you know my girl is you know I'm okay we're okay with dating outside other people and I find yeah. you really interesting you're this you're that and I would like to you know I feel like I would like to go out with you and I'm just like I'm really down for that. Yeah. And I'm the type and I'm and I'm the type of person where I'm just like and maybe I'm just stuck on tradition. Yeah. Maybe or but I'm just like I get I get I can get jealous really fast like what's mine is mine and that's it. But I want to understand how does one get to a point where they're just like I mean I, it, we can have this and we can have that like to a certain degree it sounds greedy. Yeah. It's it's I a think little bisexual people are greedy. I mean, I think that it, I think that once again, it works for who it works, works for. for. 100%. And I think that but how? you get to a point. I just want to understand the so mindset behind it. Starts, it. it starts off as a committed relationship where. It works. You got one more time to hit the desk. Or it starts off as a committed relationship. It can also the, yeah. start not as a committed relationship. Mm-hmm. People can also say, because people whole polyamory that's what they sexually identify as mm-hmm. where people can have open relationships and they can you know go on dates with other people but at polyamorous they you're going to know from the beginning of a relationship this is why i have a think about open relationships so when i was single um i can't even like give you all the details cuz this person will know i'm talking about them and mm-hmm. then they will want yeah. to and it's just a situation where if they brought it up, I would try to stab them the way I, I threatened to stab Carmen earlier. Um, <laughs> he tried it though. But this guy asked me, was asking me out on dates. He was flirting with me. He's buying me drinks, blah, 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 blah. Like, I'm thinking, oh, like, I've already, in, and I'm, I'm a cancer. So in my head, I'm already thinking about, like, what it would be like to date this person, what our first time together we might be. We all do that. Like, We're like, what is our But, like, I was already in that mindset. And then come to find out that he's married and in an open relationship. And so my thing. I'll hear in New York. Go ahead. And so my thing was, and I'm approved. Like everybody knows I'm approved. I'm trying. I'm working on it. I'm. You know, I've done really well with not slut shaming people for the past like four years. Um. (laughs) Sorry. Alan, are you laughing? Laugh it to the mics. Sorry, 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 <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. No, I was just, I was just a cute. Open Can I ask you a question? No, about I used that? to slut shame the fuck out of people. Yeah. So, um, my question is, uh-huh. were they really, were they open with you from the first date? Were they like, no, I completely see, thought well, yeah. this person was single. Well, that's so where when the I finally found out, out but he would have closed exactly. off completely. Right. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, if I, I knew, I would have been like, no, not for me. Completely so, but my whole thing, and so I was like angry with him, whatever. And now we're cool. We're friends yeah. or whatever. But I, it got to the point where I was like so mean to him that like he actually confided in a friend that he was very upset. And then my that mutual friend was like, hey, like he didn't do it intentionally, blah, blah, blah. He was just know? like... And so I had to like forgive him because it wasn't that big of a deal. And we kept running into each other because we had the same group of friends. Mm-hmm. But I had to, I, I had to invite him out for a drink. And I had to tell, t- tell him, I was like, 
I'm in New York and I'm single, so I'm trying to like meet Mr. Right. Like you're coming in the way of that. You've already met your Mr. Right. So the energy and the time that I'm putting into these dates with you, like you're having full on charismatic dates. It'd be one thing if you said, hey, do you want to like have a little fun? Like on that type of level, that's one thing. Like I'm in an open relationship. Well, let's do something. Yeah. Whatever. But when it's like, let's have dinner. Let's go to a movie. Let's ju- like when you're trying to like actively date. Right. Me, but that's poly. Yeah, but that's being like poly in the sense but of his he partner. Didn't but he say he, he didn't happy, say he was yeah. polyamorous. He said he was in an open relationship. And I think that, that yeah. there's a difference. There now, is. I have run into polyamorous people. They're upfront about it. I'm like, oh no, mm-hmm. I can't do that. I don't have the stomach for it. Yeah. Or you like for me it's like you you're into more into one than the other or whatever and that's not gonna work out or whatever that's fine yeah I just know that I don't want someone touching up on mine so I can only imagine exactly. you get what I'm saying yeah but there is a difference between polyamorous which I can respect yeah versus an open relationship where like it just it's basically like a side chick or something. Side it or just something like bothers that. me. Like I feel like if you're going to have like any type of openness in your relationship, like in a relationship, that's how I feel. I'm sorry. Like, I don't know. poly. If you're calling it polyamory, I have respect for you. But if you're having, if you're having an open relationship, meaning that you're committed to one person, then in my and I don't want to define it for anybody else because everyone has to define what they want to do. But if I were single dealing with someone in an open relationship don't I don't want to go on dates I don't want to hang out it's just a physical thing yeah I mean I just think that they should have been open from the jump the beginning from the jump and so you would have had the floor to be like that's not something I'm interested in right Right. now and you wouldn't emotionally invested yourself into this person and that's where the problem Mm -hmm. came from and I and I Totally and it's that. totally annoying when someone who's in an open, committed relationship, when they flirt with you, because there's not the difference between them flirting with you as a married person versus if they're single, it's the same. There's no difference. So there's no like, you literally have to tell the person that you are married, committed, in an open relationship, or you have to like state yeah. Your situation. I mean, and my thing is, what is the boundary? Or is there a such thing as a boundary in this? There's absolutely boundaries. And that's another part of the communication aspect. Like, you have to be, like, so overtly communicative with your partner about everything. Because there's going to be certain things that, like, you're going to want that they're not going to want you to do. And vice versa. And you need to be on the same wavelength. And, like, that's the only way that I feel like these situations can work. Um, and I think that it's it, it's really intriguing to me. Because, you know, I've, I have friends in poly relationships. I have friends in open relationships. I've been asked to be in, like, a third in a relationship. And, like, sometimes it's for you and sometimes it's not. But I think that it's a really nice thing to know that, like, there are people out there and that they're not letting, like, society tell them because everyone around them is married that that's how they have to live their life because that's just too many people can I ask you a question about this and is it is it your so are you with one of the people or are you with the couple so that's why people I feel like don't understand the situation with poly people because it's every single relationship is different sometimes sometimes you know it's like a girl is dating 
has like a boyfriend or a girlfriend or, you know, however they want to label it. And that one of them is like seeing the primary person in the relationship but every single person's is different. Like, and sometimes like it's mutually exclusive just between two people and then a friendship is held between like the other people mm. in the arrangement. Every single situation is different. All right, quick question. So you've been in a poly situation. No, you I haven't, haven't been in like an active po- no polyamorous relationship. I've been asked and have like pseudo dated people <laughs> in. I mean I don't know like how else to like put it but like you know like so has it just been with the one person or has it been with the couple no so it wasn't with the couple it was okay. just one of the people in the polyamorous relationship and it definitely was strange at first but I will have to say that this person was so transparent about it like they wow. were like hey I'm in a poly relationship and like not only did he do that but he was also like do you, do you need me to explain like what this situation is? Like I'm in this relationship. This is what it means to me. This is what it means to her. And like, if this is something you're still cool with, like, you know, would love to hang out with you sometime. Mm. And so it was, you know, like I was just hanging out with this person, like exclusively. I wasn't, it didn't involve a couple, but that's why I feel like. And why did it end? Just cause we were just, you know, mm. it was just a summer fling thing. <laughs> Also, they like they travel around, and I get bored easily, and okay. you know. So tell me, what? How was that? And I'm not trying to throw any shade. How's that different from being like a side chick? I mean, because you a side chick. Sorry. Let oh, me, that's a totally I, different. Because I worked on because I feel shows like about this. That's in the private. Communication, you don't know. right? Like uh, they don't know. The girl knows. Like, but but the main person doesn't. No. Yeah, they know. There's trickery uh, with in, side chicks. If you're a side chick. If you're the main chick, has no idea about the side chick. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, okay. No, in, in poly relationships, and there's usually drama when the main chick finds out about the side chick. They know and, and they're cool with it, and like I'm not going back to this club. Yeah, and TV. sometimes people. <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> I cannot. Stop talking about her. Ugh. <laughs> and so you, so in certain situations, like as an example, the situation that I was in, the I guess main or primary person in the relationship with him knew and was fine with it. I didn't foster a relationship with her at okay. all, but we could have been friends. We well, could have met, but she knew and okay. was fine. And that's why I think it is like a really eye-opening and like kind of beautiful trust relation because you're, you're over-communicating. And it's nothing is done in secrecy. It's mm. so, so everybody's comfortable. Oh my God, Carmen, ask your question. I have one last one. You better stop rolling your eyes. I'm to be rolling down them stairs. First of all. Or flights. So my question is, what if you're in a relationship and your partner says, I don't consider having sex with other people cheating? Is that still, does that still kind of fall into that thing? If you're in, you continue to engage in a relationship with that person, if they say that's their logic I think that would fall into the is. subcategory of an open relationship. That's an open relationship. But I, I think that still requires communication as well because we also have to take into consideration safe sex, mm-hmm. consent, and that's why you need to be totally transparent yeah. whether you're in a poly relationship or an open relationship because there's certain factors that we need to keep into consideration here. Um, but yeah, I mean, that is a that is a relationship that you like you could be in. You like That is a kind of a relationship, not just a situation. Yeah. So Carmen, have you ever been in a situation <laughs> open polyamorous 
No, I will say that I thought about polygamy, but for me to have more than one husband, I thought about it. But no, I, <laughs> I, I'm serious. I'm just like, I, there's a lot of love for me. But it, um, but anyway, you no, shut up, shut up. I still got your people listening. But no, I'm, I'm selfish. Like, as I'm thinking about this, I'm thinking about how much I can't, like, as much as open minded as I like to be. Um, about certain situations, um, I'm selfish. I cannot picture my man with somebody else. And I cannot, ima- I'm, there's a loyalty about me, even though I'm very flirty. There is a loyalty about me where I would, I want my man for me and me for him. And that's, and I want us to grow together. I any, I feel like when you add outside people, I don't see how it can grow. You want all the attention to you. I, I do, because I just feel like there's so much le- for me to learn about them and them to learn about me. But I feel like when you add extra people, it just des- desensitize- desensitizes um, your relationship, the beauty that you have with each other. And then there's there's always ideas and thoughts about other people now instead of just keeping it consolidated. Yeah. Is there an argument or rebuttal as far as no. maybe cheating on a side? I just think well, I like to facilitate honesty. And if I feel like my partner is having thoughts about someone else or like, you know, wanting to introduce a third or having any questions or concerns. Like, I want us to have that relationship where we can overly communicate, and I know, like, I and you could shut it down. I, this is just my personal, yeah. my personal I, opinion. Right. I just feel I like just, I, I we are not monogamous creatures. Like, I don't think that we can say like I'm going to take this oath to this person, and I'm like always going to. What be about self control? What about there having self control? There is self control, but I also just in in the terms of like communication want to facilitate like if you're feeling a certain type of way I want to know about it you know like I don't want there to be you like have any honor to feel them, but yeah. you just want to be you want that yeah. perfect song to play this is the perfect song <laughs> Elon have respect you ever show. been in a situation where I, I was it's never been polyamorous but it was like when you're pseudo dating you're not committed to that person yeah, but when I'm committed course. to that person I'm committed to that person because like you're I such a surprisingly not surprisingly because I've known you for a while but you're a sensitive guy I, I'm not like can be. I can be I mean you ain't nobody's bitch I, yeah, like, if I have no, to say what I need to say I'll, yeah I, I like but the thing is is like if we're not if we didn't put that notion in front like if it's not God, I fucking love this song. This is the perfect part. This is the perfect song to be talking about. <laughs> Billy Ocean. Um, but anyway, um, if we're not, if we're talking and you know that this isn't, you're not my girlfriend, I'm not your boyfriend and everything like that, like, it's chill. Like, I'm not going to get jealous if you're talking because I didn't make that well, commitment. you're actually, yeah. you're allowed to do that when yeah. you're pseudo dating. Yeah, you know, yeah. If you don't have a commitment with somebody, then That's you don't. Right. But some people don't get me. that. But some people don't get that. I have no well, problem with that. Somebody I, can outwardly yeah. ask you, "Are you seeing other people?" Which you have I to be, be honest, honest about. I will. Say but but <laughs> so many. Words. Alon. Some people can. Have you truth. ever? So you're saying you've never been in a committed situation where it was more than one person. When I was committed, it was just me and that person. When you when were pseudo dating. It was like if someone else was there or something like that. Because like if you're pseudo dating, it's not you're not it's not official. You're right. just trying to figure it out. I'm confused. I don't, I don't know if you're saying that you're pseudo dating different people or you're pseudo dating you, two girls at once. You can pseudo date at the same time. Yes, you can pseudo date more than one people. girl at the same yeah. time. No, I mean like. Li- Physically at the same time. What does that mean? Oh, you I'm about confused. Like oh, no, 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 not nothing that I haven't paid for. Oh, oh you don't? What? 
nothing. Sorry, it was a bad. He's not into that. I'm not. No, like I, I, I'm not smooth enough to maneuver that kind of thing. I giggle. But I, I think that you don't necessarily have to be smooth. Yeah. There's not like a finesse to it. It's like if you're the type of person that feels that you cannot be monogamous for the rest of your life, then you need to find a partner that he is in the wife. same wavelength I, as you. I could be monogamous, right? But I don't think I'm monogamous now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I am not. You're not single. I'm single. Oh, yeah. 100%. Of so course. Be monogamous oh, to yourself. But do you but, think, I, do, I mean, do you think someone up. could be like this go forever? Like, Well, there are certain situations where, you know, Sorry, people do end the relationship. Like in poly couples, like people do break up. Thirds yeah. leave the situation. Like, So it's, it's really ever, a fun thing. It's, it's just a fun thing. A no, thing. no. I think no, that sometimes you have. It's serious. You're the, really curious Like about the definition this. of. So curious that we've gone about 12 minutes over. But feeling... Oh, wow. Okay. It's interesting. Go ahead. But if you're... <laughs> by definition, what separates polyamory from an open relationship is that you're holding more than one, like, intimate connection. with, Like, you're dating. Like, you're with that person. Like, that is, like, your person. You just have more than one. Open relationships is, like, you're pseudo-seeing people on the side. You're having fun. But, yeah. It's, like, multiple different... It's people, like, all in love. Yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Don't say anything else because he's definitely trying to wrap it up. And that's an important, important note. You should be wrapping it up if you're pseudo dating a bunch of people. Don't, that one don't don't be uh, dating multiple months. people and not being safe about it. I feel like there's a decline 100%. on condom use. Um, there's a new strain of like. There's a new STD that just came out. What? Like no, like it's like gonorrhea or syphilis, like super gonorrhea. It was super gonorrhea. Yeah, super gonorrhea. Um, A different strand of like HIV. Like I'm just trying to scare you guys into like being safe. Because that's what I do. I'm my mother. I I am my mother's child. I want to talk about that uh, another time. I put that in. Put that in one of the scripts. Put put it in next week's script because we got to stop holding these people hostage. I want to thank my co-hosts. I'm, a, I'm afraid to ask you if you have final thoughts so you each get no more than two sentences. No, you get one sentence to wrap it up. Carmen, you first. No, go to someone else. I don't know what to say. That's yet. your sentence. All right. <laughs> um, my final thoughts this week are just thanks for listening and being open-minded and you know sitting with us week by week. Fantastic. Elon, I learned a lot. Like I didn't know the difference and it's not like I never thought it was like I mean, I'm happy we learned. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I'm I here to teach. You taught me. And Alon, you've been teaching us so much about you. Like, <laughs> welcome to the family. Oh, uh, thank you. You're yeah. officially it's your counseling session. Yeah, yeah. You know. Uh, All right. Well, if you like this podcast, please share it and subscribe it on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and SoundCloud. And for more information, please visit our website at nobodydanceshere.com. Have a fantastic week. Carmen, do you have anything you want to say? Just be at peace with self and whatever you choose to do in life. Yep. Fantastic. Thank you, Quentin. <laughs>